Warning, PC and RMD contains adult language and discussions. If you're easily offended, do not continue to listen. Awesome. Oh, sorry. That's your signal. That means we have to go now. Hello and welcome to DC on RMD, Batwoman edition on Rayman Digital. You can find us on demand on your favorite podcast provider. Remember to subscribe, rate, and review. Today, it is just myself, Lauren, and Paul. Hey. Bob's out for the night, but uh, the two of us are going to be talking about Batwoman. Season 2, Episode 8, Survived Much Worse. Um, Worst episode of Survivor I've ever watched. Kidding. Um, Okay, so... Before we get into the episode itself, there's there's the biggest elephant in the room that I've ever seen, and that is the announcement that came out ahead of this week's episode, which is that they have <laughs> recast Kate Kane. Um, what in the actual fuck? Yeah, I, I don't I don't know why they've made this decision and like it's, it's like i it's, i'm i'm, <laughs> I'm frustrated for, for so many words. reasons because we like so this whole season we have been predicting and you know i will stand by fairly accurately you know essentially what's going to happen or at least where we're going what's you know the the reason we've hated some of these plot points or the pacing or whatever is because we knew we were going to get to the point where like okay well you know kate's dead eventually they got to confirm for us that kate's dead and we got to like we got to move in a direction and stop like dragging our feet with this show and now we can just drag our feet forever because we're just going to have a new kate So, um, my biggest frustration is that, um, if they were going to do this, they should never have brought in a new Batwoman to begin with. Um, I think it's, it's almost disrespectful to this whole journey that we've been going on with Ryan. Um, (laughs) why did we sit here and watch a whole new Batwoman? Yes, they said that Kate Kane will be back in a different type of role. And as we found out this week, there's implications that Kate is actually dead or that she lost limbs or I don't know. I have no idea. Um, (laughs) It's it's all a mess. But like. The fact that Kate is going to be back in any capacity, whether it's flashbacks, whether it's whatever, is just, it gives us as watchers, as viewers, no reason to have faith in Ryan as Batwoman um, or, or, you know, Javisha Leslie as an actress to carry the show. Right. Um, why are we putting, you know, all our stock in this character when you're just not letting Kate Kane go? And yes, Kate Kane is Batwoman in the comics and everything, but in order for this show to do well, you really have to let that die. Yeah, I mean, you, you made a decision and you pulled, you pulled a trigger, you hit a button, you flipped a switch when you decided to cast, you know, a whole new person as a whole new Batwoman so that this show could live in season two. And, you know, could they have just recast Kate? Absolutely. We see that now more than ever. So why, why do both? You're it's like, you know, it's not one of those, it's not one of those best of both worlds. It's like the, the worst of worst world situations right now. Yeah. I, um, actually this is. This is pretty funny here. So, um, the, the article that Bob linked us as reference for us to just discuss this. Um, I, I'm reading this specific one for the first time and it actually cleared up something at the end of this episode for me. Um, the very last scene of this episode is... (laughs) someone with bandages on their face with the the necklace but we had just seen a room filled with those little necklaces so it didn't it 
didn't tell me that it was Kate. Um, it didn't tell me with certainty that was Kate. But now this article says, you know, although it was revealed that Kate is still very much alive, albeit badly burned, everyone else believes her to be dead since body parts matching her DNA have been recovered. Um, I uh, that fucking corpse was supposed to be Kate. I guess so, according to TV line. <laughs> I mean, honestly, that makes it was wearing the necklace. But well, yeah, like that okay. makes more sense than I guess what I had assumed. But I, I thought that was just like, you know, a rando that Alice had, you know, chopped some pieces from. And she right. was going to Frankenstein together on. her own little Kate, whether it was the real one or not. Um, and then, yeah, maybe she was just going to leave a necklace with each one of them since she just left a room with like a hundred of those necklaces. Also, yeah. I, I watched that because it was quick, right? It was seconds long. I watched yeah, that scene yeah. with that 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 body, whatever, a couple times. And like one, I, I definitely thought it was a dude. I was very confused. Me too. Um, And the, I don't know, it didn't look burned. It looked like... The face had been cut off. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that or like, uh, I mean, actually exactly that. Cause like when you cut off the, the, the skin, the dermal layer and you expose the, like, you know, the meaty muscly, maybe a little bit of fat tissue like left behind, but like the skin isn't there. That is what it looked like to me, except like very poorly done, like literally done with like makeup and no prosthetics or anything. That's just, that's what I saw multiple times watching that brief scene so i was just the whole thing confused the hell out of me and now i guess knowing what we're what we should have known um i I feel pretty confidently that this might have been like the mid-season because i guess that's a hell of a way to end things um yeah it's all frustrating and confusing and i just don't know why (laughs) why why are you doing this i feel like the writers are now shooting themselves in the foot when they didn't need to they were starting to dig themselves out of their own hole and and now um they have dug themselves deeper back into the hole so it's all confusing um we also have found out now why we haven't seen black mask yet uh they hadn't cast him i didn't expect to even see black mask this season anymore to be totally honest when Um, when did you start feeling that way towards the beginning of the season a couple episodes after the like backhanded black mask comment i was like we're not gonna and that was just my gut feeling um it's just, you know, there was so much other stuff going on that I was like, if they don't wrap something up, like, we're never going to, we're never going to see this. Um, and now we have our Black Mask, our Roman Sionis, uh, Peter Outerbridge from Nikita on the CW, because, of course, they're an incestuous little organization and they just recast the same people into all their shows for the most part. You got it. Um, How else unless would it's you like do a it? leading. How else would you do it? I mean, it's like, I don't know, whatever. Anyway, he's going to be in the show, but we still don't know when. Um, This article says that Kate Kane is alive, but unrecognizable due to injuries she sustained. She's bandaged and being held hostage. Um, How do we know she's being held hostage? Yeah, I mean, if that body that we just saw was supposedly her, I mean, that looked like she was just, one, she looked dead. Yep. (laughs) Two, uh, she just looked like she was hanging out in the sewer. Like, maybe Bloodhaven, maybe Gotham, I don't know. But, like, that didn't look like a hostage. Also, like, I don't know. How do you hold somebody hostage without... How, we don't know how many limbs she's missing, but it's definitely several. Right. Or maybe none, and it's like, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe it's like their mom or something. I don't fucking know. But here's the thing. Um, there was nothing to indicate that she was or was not being held hostage at all. 
some well-meaning person could be taking care of her or trying to. You there was, know, there like, was nothing to indicate no that she was or was not dead. Like, yeah, yeah. Like, but weren't both eyes open? It's like in a dead oh, I stare. Know. I don't know. Whatever. Truly, I don't know. I, I, I didn't even see that there were eyes open. Um. All right. Uh, let's talk about this. Uh, this episode was directed by Holly Dale and written by Natalie Abrams. <sighs> um, apparently now we have a countdown because now they've figured out everything there is to know about kryptonite poisoning. And they have an exact like 24 hour countdown of like, you've got this long to live. Well, the the countdown okay. came from the like the adrenaline cocktail that she made that fucking Ryan made herself after watching a YouTube video. So like it, you know, ma- I, yeah, I guess you're still right. Mary's estimate estimations based on kryptonite poisoning were that the two mixing together would kill her in 24 hours. Um would have been great if she just like shot it up and like fell over dead. Like that was it. Credits roll. Thank you for watching Batwoman season two. Yeah. Oh, I guess it was less um, than 24 hours. <laughs> anyway, so. I just. I don't know that that whole storyline was a, a mess, just an absolute mess. You know, they they figure out. Uh, they're they're tracking Alice and they figure out where the island is, sort of. They happen to get her on a plane and have her jump out of it. And oh wow, these are all things that I probably wouldn't find an issue with if if like the rest of the story was tight. I'm just realizing that now. Well, I mean, they were yeah, uh, they were so like we we see her. I think it's the opening scene. You've got um, Ryan and Alice both just for no real reason writing in journals. Um, yep. talking, you know, like different sides of like how they feel about Kate and like Ryan at one point, you know, did f- she saw the journal that Kate was writing to Bruce and Ryan like started yeah. doing her own one. And that was kind of like, like I, you know, I bought into that. And, um, cool at the beginning of the lasted. season, right. <laughs> we, I think this is the second time we saw her write to Kate in a journal yes. in eight episodes. Mm-hmm. It's like they just completely yeah. threw away one of the only like decent things they they had the character doing. And and honestly, this was one of the better bits of the episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Is I the, mean, the contrast between you... why they're going to the island, what their feelings about Kate are, what their baggage is, what their their hangups are and what they have to overcome, what they're hoping to accomplish. It was a great little intro to honestly what probably should have been the mid-season finale but that's neither here nor there so i mean it, absolutely i agree it was it was a solid like intro it kind of hooks you but like if you paid attention at all like everything ryan was saying was kind of just like bullshit like kate hasn't <laughs> done anything for her they have literally never met like no she saved her one time ah yeah you're right yeah, yeah. I, 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 mean, I still think the situation is uh inaccurate but yeah you're right i think it's i think it's a bit exaggerated sure but um i i mean i think if we're if we're really really breaking this down i think in that situation that's not something i would nitpick as much simply because yes she did get saved by batwoman one time and then in general i think she you know especially after that looked up to and like respected batwoman at least um and and finding the suit and all of this happenstance um it has actually given her more opportunity and given her a a leg up in life she gets to be batwoman she gets to try and help people and like channel her feelings about how messed up things can be and like bad people in the world and stuff like that and 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 the lack of justice she gets to channel that into actually doing something and taking action um, and on top of that, it's given her Mary, it's given her Luke, it's given her a job and a place to live. You know, she wouldn't have stumbled onto any of that um, had Kate not been in that plane crash. I I, so, I can't help I but feel I, like that wasn't intentional on Kate's part, though. No, 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 of course not. But like, but I think I think if if we're going to give them the benefit of the benefit of the doubt here, I think that, you know, 
things could be interpreted in a way that like she's thinking of the gratitude like she she's thinking of it as like the circumstances of your life have given me these things and i'm mm-hmm. grateful to you even though it's not something that you you know handed to me i didn't know you uh, i i don't know i'm just trying to be fair here because there's plenty to nitpick in this episode there's plenty to be frustrated with this season i don't think that that's necessarily the the bit that i'd get hung up on that's all i'm saying um i none of none of ryan's plan went well though (laughs) (laughs) immediately just drops into like a group of dudes and Okay. Okay. Big surprise! Okay. Can't fight him off. So okay, that that scene, it you know, there's she gets surrounded by a group of dudes who all look like Jesus, and they look like Jesus monks. Yeah, like they look like if Jesus, instead of having been in the Middle East, he was in like like China, like well, an only, island. Only one of them was China. like any kind of Asian. All the rest of them were fucking. No, white. no, no. I was talking about the robes. Uh, did they have robes? I thought they had like almost castaway outfits, just like button ups and weird, like cut off, <laughs> like torn off cargo shorts. They weren't like long robes. They were kind of almost like hoppy coat style, like Japanese. A- anyway, right, the point that, is I got some Asian vibes from the cut of the clothing. <laughs> but anywho, the that scene, you know, she she gets ready to like fight them and they kind of just like all charge her and it looks like she gets punched from three directions at once and then it immediately cuts to commercial and i like i didn't i was i <laughs> all i could think of was like it's it's me playing one of the arkham games right and i'm doing a combat challenge <laughs> and it just started and i'm running in and i go to punch a guy and somebody hits me and i'm going for like a flawless free flow thing so like immediately i'm hitting start and i'm retrying and that's what it felt like just cutting immediately and going to that commercial break then we come back from it and like they yeah they have beaten her ass and she is she is being held captive and but we don't see that yeah. until like a scene and a half later and it was just fucking hilarious to me it's that's that's it's my story bizarre that like it's bizarre that they just like they were like ah oh, we don't need to watch her get her ass beat she's already sick and stuff like what no <laughs> if it was like the flash or arrow like my mans would have gotten the shit beaten out of them and we would have seen the whole thing <laughs> <laughs> but whatever i uh I think the one positive takeaway from Ryan's whole thing here, because um, she didn't accomplish a, a goddamn thing. Um, she did not do anything except expose Alice. That was it. That was her entire purpose for being there. It was to be like, hey, you may, may want to check your boy over there, because uh, that might not be his face. <laughs> like That was it. It's my that, contribution. That and um, then her, her fucking, like just flawless i know everything about the psychology of alice like breakdown that yeah that ended up completely changing alice's demeanor moving forward for like the whole show um which like i guess you know cool whatever like plot twist or something but like the fact that ryan was able to like deduce all of that about alice I, like maybe it's not a big deal maybe it's whatever but like kind of like pissed me off it's like just what what is where is any why? of this coming from like wh- how are why is this knowledge that you why are these b- assumptions based on virtually nothing turning out to be like completely accurate and like you're getting what, in alice's what, head now what uh what um like what assessments did you did you feel like she shouldn't have any insight into I don't know. I guess it was. I don't know. I guess it, it was because she she was talking. Uh, no, you know what? No, go on. <laughs> like not to not to just like hate on Ryan for any particular reason. Um, I just I I feel like that was that was almost like their way of counterbalancing the fact that like like physically Alice has you know beaten her down. 
um, in most of their interactions. So they had her like out, I don't know, not even out think because it wasn't like a scheme or anything. It's just like. Well, I'm, I think I'm asking like why, like what views into Alice's psyche did you not like think she should have grasped? Like, why do you think that she shouldn't have known that like Alice wasn't going to kill her sister and like blah, blah, blah. I don't know. I mean, maybe it's just the uh, uh, the the actress, the actress who plays Alice, Rachel, something or another. Um, Maybe it's just her being like, you know, a decent actress. But like that. Ryan saying that's not like seeing her like Alice down like that. Well, like Ryan saying that stuff, it it seemed like Alice hadn't realized that herself. Um, and like, you know, for, for this character who's supposed to be this, you know, this wild card willing to kill ocean to get this and like, you know, I don't know. I, I, it feels weird that somebody with like no real psychological deduction background is able to like crack this fragmented personality fortune cookie. I don't think she was able to like completely crack her personality but um i think people have clarity what i i think i think people have clarity when they're like you know a second away from death basically because that clock was a ticking um but beyond that i think she's um she just finally got to see more of alice And I think she was maybe calling out some of the hypocrisy in herself, um, being so blinded by just wanting revenge and wanting to lash out for being hurt. Um, Because all Ryan has been able to think about lately has been, like, murdering Alice. She just wants to kill her. And, uh, and then I think, you know, upon seeing her, maybe partially because she was, like, on her last leg, but she, like, that wasn't her priority anymore. She just, like, wanted to get that, that desert rose. Um, I don't know. I don't, I think she's, she's learned a lot about Alice secondhand, too, but I think she saw the, uh, the lack of commitment to what to to killing that she saw in Alice that day, because <laughs> she was like, "Ah, uh, yeah, I also don't really want to do the murder either. I want to, but I don't want to. <laughs> I don't know. <sighs> I don't. I don't love the relationship between Ryan and Alice. I I actually greatly dislike it. Yeah. Um." I, I really, really don't like it. And I think that might be where a lot of the disconnect of that situation was for you. Because it's just like, hey, fuck you, guy. You don't know. <laughs> yeah, this is a nice I lady mean, over here. Yeah, she murders people and stuff, but she's a good lady. It's, you it's, shut the hell up. It's not even the, like, the <laughs> you don't know. It's that, hey, fuck you, because, like, you're nailing this right now. But I feel like you don't have the authority or the right <laughs> to be nailing this. Yeah, yeah. Like, like genuinely, uh, how many times has she, like, talked to or interacted with Alice this season? Like, three? A handful. That is the only thing I can say with certainty. A, a single handful. handful where most of them fell out and you're left with, like, three? Yeah, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't um, fucking know. I don't know. Whatever. It's not great. There's a lot that's not great. Do you think we're ever going to meet Enigma or like we're just past that? I don't know. I. I. It'd be cool to be able to say, well, a couple things wrapped up this episode. So it looks like we might have room for that because I, that's not the case. So I, I truly don't know. I think the only thing that actually wrapped up is uh the beef between Ryan and Sophie. I think that's it. Like that's that is the only thing that's like cool, that's not a storyline anymore. <laughs> that yeah. 
and and that that is just a part of like several things where they like yeah. they really like they 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 the walking dead this episode like if if not for you know the whole end and yeah we'll we'll get there at some point but you know and and realizing that we at least have the opportunity to to fix up ryan and you know blah 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 like ryan could have died at the end of this episode or you know the beginning of next or whatever whatever and it it feels like they tried to tie up a bunch of things with that character so that like not i don't think they're going to do it by any means but like it wouldn't have felt outlandish if that did happen based on like the way all situations were handled in this episode ryan dying yeah yeah yeah, I mean, it's weird because they absolutely um, cannot do that. They would get so much fucking fire. Right. Yeah, like, if, I don't expect they, it by any means, but, like, I yeah. also wouldn't but have right. been that surprised. If if that is how it had played out, you're right. It It does feel like they could have killed her off this episode and, like, that would have been a good goodbye. Like, that would have been complete it would have wrapped up her interactions with sophie it would have wrapped up her interactions with alice and it would have been it would have felt rounded out and complete and and i feel like that's i don't know maybe maybe that was maybe maybe in a sense they are kind of killing a version of ryan maybe they're going to kill a version of ryan that's hostile towards um everyone else in like a i'm gonna get like i I won't let you even think about getting me. Like you're you're not going to hurt me ever. I'm not going to let you. I will absolutely find a way to throw some verbal daggers at you before you can ever get get a hand on me. Um may, maybe that's the kind of death in a way that <laughs> that's happening from this. Maybe that's their way of like really kind of killing off that part of her personality and and bringing her into you know the rest of the season as someone who's learning to trust the people around her like sophie and i who knows i don't know maybe that's what they were doing with this but it really felt like she could have died and like okay and it would have wrapped up mm-hmm. <sighs> all right well now we have a whole bunch of other Medium frustrating things, Fucking I guess. Fucking nonsense is what we have. Yeah. So, okay. So let's do a quick overview, a quick rundown of what happened with the Allison Ocean and Sophia storyline. So, um, Ocean isn't dead. We knew that. Um, we have a body. I thought Alice killed a random dude, but turns out it's just a dude from the morgue. And thank God it is. Because apparently the dagger is magic. So as soon as they pulled that little bad boy out of that rando's chest, he would have woken up and been like, who are you? It also also like paints Alice in a slightly less villainous light by, you know, pulling an already dead. Sure, sure, sure. Uh, And then the way she delivered the line of like, "Eh, someone that Mork wouldn't miss. Um, But like, so it's probably a homeless person. How do these faces just, like, peel off? How are you going to take the effort to, like, replicate a face and then, like, not stitch it on or something? I mean... Like, what do you... You just spit and, like... You would see stitches. She's using some sort of, like, medical-grade adhesive crap. But, like, I think... I think they're hard to pull off, but I think... um, I, I think they'd be painful to pull off, but when they're getting pulled off, the person's either dead or, like unconscious so like they're not reacting yeah I but suppose. okay so thank god homie that was wearing a face that looked like oceans was dead because otherwise he would have woken up that would have been a whole confusing thing they probably would have just killed him again for sure um <laughs> and uh then we get this whole mess where like okay kate's alive um, and you can totally have her. Oh, wait, no, you betrayed me. Uh, crap. Well, now go someone go find Ocean. Bring him here. Alice, now you're going to kill Ocean. Uh, you got to choose between him or your sister. And you just uh, put a dagger in him. And then uh, I'll give you Kate. Just kidding. 
Well, and Ocean it's, gets it's like, stabbed. He freaking isn't dead, I guess, because the the dagger is magic, which we found out now. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It, it, what? Yeah. So, I on the one hand, like the dagger being coded in like the desert rose, whatever. So like it stabs and like causes murder death by stabbing. But then when you pull it out, it like instantly heals the wound that it created. And I guess the dead come back. Like that's, that's a fun little stupid plot device thing that obviously they're going to use later, but like, Uh yeah, I hate it. (laughs) Um, Yeah. And this, and mm, just this whole fucking alice ocean situation this whole thing is the the, truly the only one who really cares about it is sophia and it only exists because she created it if she hadn't decided she was gonna send alice to go kill him like neither of them knew who the other was they had their memories wiped and only started to remember things upon interacting when one or both were trying to kill each other like this is entirely your fault sophia and i hate you yeah 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 yeah. she sucks she's also a way worse actress than anyone else um the scene where she wakes ocean back up and it's just like hey you gotta be loyal to me because uh i'm the one that didn't stab you in the chest and made sure that you got stabbed with a magic dagger that would bring you back to life right after um but also i mean i i am the one that told her to stab you with that dagger um but still you're alive still because of me so you gotta be loyal to me um because alice sucks she's mean and tatiana you're also a bitch can you fucking believe well, like, that I made Alice make a choice and then she made a choice? Can you fucking believe that? Can you believe that? And yeah, and she had and to then, choose between someone that she's known her entire life over you, who she's known for a little bit of time. Yeah, she doesn't even have all her memories back of you. Ah, yes, oh, man, it's somebody crazy that, that she, she vaguely remembers sister. boning at one point. Right. Um, but in that scene, Sophia arguably the most important character is the worst actor of them all. Tatiana had great delivery when she was like, no, what? What are you, what are you talking about? I didn't do nothing to betray you uh, or set you up. I can't and, even spell uh, betrayal. B, I don't know the rest. Trail. Uh, <laughs> and like, Ocean, great job. Looking confused as hell well i mean that had to be really easy to pull know. off in this scene <laughs> what the fuck is happening did- what are my lines <laughs> what is this show we we did get- <laughs> that's fair we did get some clarity though we finally got our answer to who the hell actually like framed sophia if it wasn't sophia that was involved with the plane crash so cool but like I guess maybe Tatiana did plane crash and then uh, took Kate, maybe. I don't think I don't... even that much. I think Tatiana set up. No, I probably not. The whole like making Sophia want to seek like vengeance and, you know, and fuck up this whole yeah, like, yeah. Ocean. it's just the whole thing is like, you know what? Fine. Like, well, but like Alice her... got that letter. Alice got that letter right after Kate's plane crashed. I, I Coincidence? I don't fucking know. Like. You know, no, I don't know the letter saying like saying like you're welcome, like my gift to you or whatever. Sophia, it was signed Sophia. That that was Tatiana making it look like Sophia was responsible for the crash. But who knows if was was it a gift to you? I thought whatever. I don't know. It was something. It was something of that nature. I'm not thought, quoting it. I, I don't remember the, what it said. Right, 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 right. It, it, the implication, the implication was that like. Not that it was a good gift, but like it was like, this is my revenge. Like, fuck you. I hate you. Right. But, and that but that note came when uh, when Alice found her entire gang slaughtered in a room. It had nothing to do you're with right, the plane you're right, crash. You're right, you're right, you're right. You're right. Which which ties back to that <sighs> that was all nonsense that Tatiana did. We still don't yeah, really right. have any idea of what happened with the fucking plane. I just misremembered when she got the got the letter. Yeah, it's been a really um, long eight episode season. It truly like has. Now. 
Um, great. Yeah, I, I uh, okay. Ooh. Uh, so Alice burns the whole orchard down. You got to. And like, my, I think my biggest problem with it is that, um. Like, it was so Sophie easy. Is, like, no one tried to yeah, stop I mean, her. None, they of, just, none of those plants would have gone up in flames that quickly. Um, well, they, they specified it, that the fertilizer was super explosive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like the um the ground didn't blow up first. It was like the green, the very, very they they just did the effects wrong. The very, very green um plants were set on fire first. Like the leaves and everything caught fire first, and then the fertilizer started exploding. So I just I'm just nitpicking the order in which they chose to do things because plants that are that healthy and green Full of water, don't go up in flames that quickly. Even if the ground below them is burning, it takes them a bit to actually catch on fire. Um, but anyway, so uh, <laughs> Sophie is sitting there watching Ryan die, and she's just like, "Oh no, the plants are on fire!" But you can clearly see that there's like full bushes of the plant that aren't on fire. Yeah, so like, like I'm, I'm, I'll be right back. Don't die. I'm just, I'll just go grab a rose real quick. What do you need? The flower? You need the stem? I'll just grab a not burning bush. You just eat the bush. Yeah, let me just, let me just crack a bush off from the root, and we'll just take that bad boy to go. Uh, like you absolutely, and like Sophia's people for sure. She just stands there going, "My roses," like. You have goons at your beck and call, and they're fast. They're quick little ninja people. So fucking send them over there. Tell them to grab a fucking shovel. They're the ones planting these things and taking care of them. What are you, they? You mean to tell me that there's not like a hoe or a shovel around? Have someone dig up one of the ones that's not on fire, or put the fire out. Yeah, How you are know, you watering water, these things? Right? How? What? Generally, what are they doing with the desert roses? Like. Them. I like right like you just staying you just alive forever. I I feel I, I, like injecting them in place of Botox into her face, specifically the upper lip. Um, the yeah, that's all filler. That's actually not. That's like maybe some Botox. It's but that's like full of filler. roses. <laughs> but I I just I. I feel like the scene would have looked better and I would buy the whole situation more if just like the garden had been smaller, you know, like it's this is the only place they grow. They they you know, they grow them, they harvest them, they utilize them for whatever they're using them. But like did the garden of these roses really need to be bigger than like, I don't know, a 10 foot diameter circle like like realistically Did we need that like poorly CG'd scene of a like, yeah. like, like just as far like as the eye orchard. can see <laughs> field of burning bushes? Like it, it could have been. It could have been like a you know dispensary kind of situation, you know, like a, a 30 by 30 room. And that's just where they grow. Yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't great. Um, it's all a mess. It's it's all a fucking mess. Um, and there was no, that, like, there was no reason for Ryan's plant to have been a desert rose. I, um, I would like to read you a note that I wrote, um, just oh, as, as I thought it, just like verbatim as the scene was playing. Um, Tell me. so, so Luke and Mary are doing the whole, you know, assassin banter and like i'm I'm sure we'll talk about that because that was a whole thing but like you know they're doing that and they're talking about the blood getting on the plant and immediately i i think ryan's stupid fucking plant was a desert rose activated by the assassin's blood god damn it and you know 10 minutes later in the episode that's exactly what fucking happened and like fuck oh fuck, okay it's we like yeah, where did this come from? I don't even care. I don't care what the explanation is or why she had this or, you know, the fact that it was so important and Mary was trying to protect it and like, oh, it just so happened to turn out to be this fucking thing. Like, what? why did, and I, again, I don't care what the answer is. I don't accept it either way, but why the fuck did Ryan have this and why, 
was it so convenient? Why, why did we focus? And, you know, of course she didn't know it was a desert rose, so we couldn't just focus on this and we had to get to the island. But like, why did we get to the island? We had this whole field of them and like couldn't do anything. She couldn't grab one of the roses before doing all of this stuff when she landed. Sophie and fucking Papa Kane were like literally like feet away from that field of roses. I'm pretty sure that plane was just parked in the middle of a field of fucking roses and neither of them could grab one. Like just what, what the fuck? Yeah, that was really, really bad writing in, in the form of like what they wanted to just be like, drama and like tension and a twist cool sophie's so not sophie's ryan's bitch ex-girlfriend druggy fucking drug dealer lady gave her that plant which is the first we're hearing about it now and she was going to give that plant to her mom then her mom got murdered like we didn't need the plant to be a desert rose we just didn't it's messy it's unnecessary it's bad writing it's so stupid to have a half burning field of roses and have sophie standing right there where she could clearly run down grab a couple of those bad boys and run back up to to ryan and say all right come on let's get to the the plane i i it's stupid it's pointless it's terrible writing it's terrible planning this is honestly like one of the most useless and terrible bits that they've added in. And now it just gives us more reason potentially to have to see her stupid drug dealing ex-girlfriend again. I don't care. I don't care. We should be like getting rid of that part of her life. That's done. We already wrapped that crap up with, you know, other bits of this season. Um, we have enough shit on our plates. We don't need a second helping before we finish the first. So, but now we've got, like, Sophia is definitely a staple for this season now. This stupid island, everything. Yeah, she gets gets to be mad at Alice now for burning down all the roses. She maybe hears that Ryan's ex somehow had acquired one of these things and decides to kill her there you know thereby putting ryan like you know uh opposed to sophia everything that you're hypothetically saying i just don't care about and then ryan and alice get to team up to go against sophia for the rest of the season the more i talk about this episode the less i feel like i enjoyed it but i didn't hate it while i was watching it um, like there are you were, you were confused, sucky and terrible. I wasn't even confused. You were, there were, you there were was, confused about liking no, it, it. No, it tricked you. It wasn't it wasn't unenjoyable while it was on the screen in front of me. The way that it played out like, yeah, there were shitty parts, but like I'm kind of immune to that at this point. Like I'm just used to it. Um, but. It's. Yeah, talking about it. Fuck, man, that's bad. Um, But now we've got an Alice that is fully broken, has nothing left to hold on to, not a single person in her life that actually means anything to her because her dad's dead in her eyes. Um, Kate actually meant something to her. She's now dead, air quotes there. Um, She killed Ocean, or so she thought. She definitely killed Mouse. Two of the three are still alive, but until she finds that out, she's just going to be broken and, like, unhinged. So. Yeah, I don't know. Alice be a bad person. Um, I, I very much anticipate Alice being, like, playing a role in how you know how kate stops being like a burnt up torso (laughs) um i mean honestly like can they can they can they just find her in the sewer and like have her chomp like shove a little bit of that desert rose stem in her mouth is she just gonna grow her limbs back like i don't i don't know maybe they weren't even her limbs to begin with though they said the dna was like consistent 
or some of the DNA matched. Yeah, so like um, maybe it was her mom's body that's been sitting somewhere because they only ever found the head, or I don't fight. Like I don't, I don't know. I don't care. Really, I don't. We'll see where it goes. Or maybe she did lose limbs and she's going to be some sort of Oracle character now. But without the computer savvy. <laughs> oh. <laughs> just, <laughs> just hang out in a, in a chair in the cave. Yep. Crippled Batwoman. She'll got you on tactics, but not the computer stuff because that's still Luke. I don't really. I. 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 I'm thinking now about how I started this episode and, like, my general demeanor when we began recording this episode. And, like, it was generally upbeat and, like, kind of, you know, forgiving. And now I'm just exhausted. And it's... <laughs> uh, yeah, let's, um, let's take a break if you're ready. Unless you want to speculate more about stuff. But I don't I, think we have uh, anything left to really, like, like speculate on. Un- Unless we just beat a dead horse here. Julia came back this episode. Ah, uh, oh, you're right. Where Julia, has she see, been? I ask. I don't know. Okay. Um, Doing other shows or something. Literally, she pops up on screen, says, who the bloody hell is that? And without anyone having any time to respond, she murders the person she's questioning. Like, and granted, yeah. she saved the day in that moment. But like, who... Who, who does who that? Knew that? Why did that happen? Why even say anything if you're just going to kill the person that you're talking about? I, I, I and you and that that assassin overall. You, you, yeah, quick tangent, I guess. Um, first of all, what the fuck was her weapon? <laughs> it was like it was like a not a mace. What is it? What are those flails? Where it's like the stick yeah. with the chain with the thing. Yeah, a flail. But it was like yes. the stick part of it was like three feet long, which was weird. And it may have had a flail on each end. Like nobody is effectively using that weapon. That's just something that they had in props, and they were like, "Give them this thing." Like. What the fuck? I'm like, honestly, I'm getting real tired of seeing these like assassin type characters being just like snuck up on and knocked out with a blow to the head. That it shouldn't be that easy. Alice did it. Um, We just saw Mary do it. Like, what the what the fuck are these? Who's training these guys? Um, And then the the entire like, I mean, no one uses a morning star flail anymore. Like, that's just not a double a double ended morning star flail. Yeah. I just I can't, I mean, whatever. Um but then the, then it's just a flail. But. It well it it's got to you got to mention that it's double ended. A spear with pointy double ends is a double no, no, ended no. spear. I was, I was talking about my use of the the phrase morning star oh, okay. it's I mean it is like the morning star and the flail like well I guess the morning star is like the little the little spiky boy on the end. Yeah. Cuz the 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 morning star like on a mace is like it's the smashy part. Whatever. Anyway, Anyway, um, it's it just to, I guess to to wrap up that that scene when the assassin was down and bleeding on the plant and, you know, you got Mary and Luke. I found a lot of Luke's lines to be like genuinely humorous, but that hold like because he was he was like real reacting. He was like, this is this is dumb. Why are why are we doing this? Um, but that whole scene, it was just like the fucking Batmobile scene where I was just like anxious the whole time. This doesn't need to be happening. Either grab the plant and run or like leave it, but stop doing what you're doing right now. Yeah, I generally like when they um, when they banter, but not in like stressful situations. Something about it. There's like a like a disconnect there. And I know it's supposed to be a comedic break. But for some reason, they're, the they're, way that they're writing it is comedy working. is about timing and they're timing it poorly. Well, but, no, but like the weird thing about it, though, is it should work as a, as a comedic device. It should work. Hey, we're in this stressful situation. We need to do this quickly. Um, but like, you know, the trope of stopping to banter and argue a bit about who does what and this and that, like that works in most scenarios with like that comedic device. But for some reason, they're doing it badly. And it's not their delivery, I don't think. I think it's the way that it's written or something. It's it's it's, ge- just- it's genuinely 
I, I say timing in, you know, again, not not like you said, not the delivery of the two people involved, but literally where where it takes place, the scene that it is within. I am already, yeah. you know, I'm I'm amped up or I'm I'm anxious. I'm curious. Curious. That's take that one out. Um, but they are, it's 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 this scene where these two people that aren't great fighters are in a situ. Well, they're not they're not good survivors, I guess. They're 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 the behind the scenes characters. Um, are in these situations where like they could they could be killed at any moment right now by either this assassin or this helicopter or the guards that you know are right around the corner or whatever and now is when they're doing this and like you know sure this banter is humorous and enjoyable but like like this is this is real time you know we didn't pause the games so that you guys could talk shit this is like somebody could just walk around the corner and kill both of you any 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 joke now so they just no, but like but that's the thing though is like that works in other movies tv shows whatever i've literally seen this scene where like someone could come around the corner and kill them like any second and it works it is i think the way that they're writing it how long it's going on yeah. like the jokes that they're having or, or they're 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 back and forth that they're having them do isn't funny enough to make it a funny moment. And I think they're, it's they're literally kind of too normal, natural bantering. They're not accomplishing anything while they do it. They're literally just standing there talking. Um, there's no like yeah. urgency for the urgent situation that they're well, in. There's there's no urgency. And if they're going to step away from the urgency for, for comedic shit to begin with, there's no like nothing is overly comedic. Nothing's over like like they're not playing into the comedy of the situation at all. And like. There's no like exaggerated like expressions or hand gestures. There's nothing. It's just them talking like normal to each other. And so it doesn't feel like a comedic device. It doesn't feel like that kind of trope. So it doesn't come across as funny. It just comes across as like, uh, yeah, you guys are fun. Okay, move on. Come on. It's frustrating. Yes, it is. It should work. And the way they're doing it is not working. And they need to stop because now this is the second time in a row, I think, that we've had this like shoehorned into an episode. And uh, you're is it, stop trying to make fetch happen. <laughs> it's never going to happen. Um, With that, I think now it is time for us to go into a quick break. When we come back, we'll talk our final thoughts on the episode. Free stuff is awesome, but free stuff that will spice up your bedroom is even better. Just go to adamandeve.com and select almost any one item for 50% off, and then we'll load on the free stuff. Just enter this very exclusive code, RAINMAN, at checkout, and you'll get 10 tantalizing free gifts, including a sexy item for him, a special toy for her, and a third item you'll both enjoy. And six extra special bonus items that are sure to rev your engine, pique your curiosity, and even blow you away. Plus, free shipping. Always sent in discreet packaging. Go to adamandeve.com now. Get 50% off plus the 10 free gifts when you enter the exclusive offer code RAINMAN. Again, that's RAINMAN. Because without it, no free stuff. That's RAINMAN at adamandeve.com. Okay, we are back. Let's rate this bad boy, I guess. Um, what do you What do you want to give this thing? We just decide on a number together because um, there's only two of us. I okay, so, sure, I guess. Um, I <laughs> well, I don't know. I don't know where you you know where you have landed at this point. You were talking about how just yet. being on a being on a slide that's just going down and down this whole show. Um, I. You know, based on the Rain Man digital review score system, I feel that this belongs as an episode. This belongs in the. I might say this belongs in the get fisted section. Wait. Which means the most I can give it is a 40. Um, I. Honestly, like I'd, I'd love to take a little bit of solace in the fact that like I was I was more or less correct with my prediction last week. We did finally, you know, shit finally happened this episode. We got some answers and, you know, blah, blah, blah. But like 
I didn't really like any of it. And the new things that it opened up were like genuinely confusing that fucking Kate's body that neither of us realized was Kate or theoretically alive or not a man or like <laughs> I, I I don't know I, I don't yeah and and yeah. the fact the the fact that they have finally cast a black mask means we're gonna see him at some point but like so much of the season moving forward feels like it still has to harp on everything that just happened. Like we're not, right. we're not fully leaving we're not the island. The we're season, not leaving like Sophia finale though. I mean, we are, but we're not, if we're not, if this no, wasn't it, then it's next episode. But like, but yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's not, um, if it was the mid season, we wouldn't have an episode next week yeah yeah you're right okay okay <laughs> um i i think we should just roll with a 40 um <laughs> honestly i think for all of the little bits of this episode that i did find enjoyable or that i did like or that did show something positive to me or good performance whatever it was there's so much crap that they're just force feeding into this show and they are not letting anything wrap up. They're they're leading us on these wild goose chases that they want to be like, ooh, what a twist. And it's not working. I just think I don't the feel fact like, oh, what a twist. This whole season so far, we knew like, you know, Kate is gone. Ruby left the show. We 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 have this to acknowledge that she's dead bubble. at some point. What? That this was my time. You had yours. Oh, I thought we were cooperatively doing this because we were agreeing <laughs> on a score. We are. I just had something else to say, but it's not important now because you're on a tangent. Go. Well, it just, just, just <laughs> for this whole, this whole season, we were like, you know, they have to address the fact that like Kate is gone. You know, we're not going to get her back. And then they finally like do, you know, Julia shows up out of nowhere this season just to let everyone know that, like, you know, they found body parts. Kate is for sure definitely dead just to end the episode with like, hey, guys, <laughs> Kate's alive. Yeah, um, I, I honestly, I'm really frustrated because the things that are happening, like. I was. <sighs> okay. I got pissed off that they brought Ocean back at all just to have Alice kill him and, like, stab him. And I was like, wow, what a waste of crap. And then find out that he's alive, and I'm like, wow, what a waste of all of this. Because now we have more Sophia, and nothing's wrapped up. So instead of being pleased and feeling like, oh, what a shock, he's alive. Um, I'm just mad. I'm just frustrated that, like, we've got no closure on anything. We've got more stuff now. Than we did going into this episode, and we felt like this episode was supposed to start wrapping things up and getting us on a more clear and concise path to the future with this show. So, what the actual hell are they thinking? It, what they're doing isn't working. I'm beginning to like Ryan more as a character, with the exception of, I think, the past couple episodes. Um, not this week, but like I think last week, maybe in like the week before. Mm hmm. When she was just super cranky and angry and whatever. Um, I didn't like her in those episodes. But in general, I've liked the progression that Ryan has been on. I've liked the the way that she's been forming bonds with and opening up to the characters around her. And really, like, thinking about what she wants to be as Batwoman. It's been good. I want to like this show. I'm happy to stand behind uh, this new Batwoman I, I think there's a lot of potential for Ryan, but why are we not focusing on Ryan? Why are we not focusing on her and and the journey to becoming like a well-rounded Batwoman? And like what the like, I know that there were storylines that were set up last season, but at the same time, like you could keep some stuff on the back burner or just not pursue it. You absolutely could because we all know that something happened and we know that it was devastating to the the writers and the show and the story itself to lose the main character of the show. Right. But like, my God, guys, 
please get it together because I don't want to hate watch this show. And especially knowing as early as they did that, like, they were going to get a third season or they were going to have to do mm-hmm. another season after this. Like, back pocket some ideas, like, to make next season less of a clusterfuck. Yeah. And you can always put something, like, way in the back pocket and then later be like, hey, uh, this thing happened. Hey, do you remember, like, back, like, two years ago, we got a note from Sophia. Like, do you remember that? Like, there could, it doesn't need to get attention in this season necessarily, but here we are. So, uh, with that being said, we're landing on a 40 for this episode, yeah? Yep. A big old right. 40. Big old 40. Um, that, I think, wraps up today's episode. Paul, any last words before you get murdered with a magic knife? Oh, uh, no. And we bring you back to life for next episode? Oh, boy. Am I going to have to watch it? <laughs> yeah. Uh. All right, I'll take that as a no. Uh, Thank you guys for listening. That's going to do it for today's DC on RMD Batwoman edition. And we will catch you next time. Who are you, bitches? Mother of God. Would you look at the time when you came here? You had an hour. 